Boston. Share the experience of the WWE Live Holiday Tour so you can hashtag best night of my life with nonstop action and the moments that will leave you breathless. Plus all your favorite superstars, no filter. It's the WWE Live Holiday Tour on Thursday, December 29th. Tickets and VIP packages are available Friday, November 4th at 10 a.m. This is Mick Foley. This is Harley Race. This is Shelton Benjamin. This is Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. This is the Monster Abyss. And this is Daniel Bryan. This is JBL, and you're watching the MWF. Be there live. Football fans, welcome to week 11 of NFL Moving the Line here from MWF Studios downtown Melrose, Massachusetts in the zip code of Champion 02176. Here are your hosts, Lou Saban and John Morgan. Lou Saban, John Morgan, Johnny, say hi. Hey, you're not going to have a fun week this week with the Patriots. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah, that's true. God, week 11, John, this season's moving quick, huh? Really quick. Very, very quickly, but uh, we're having fun over here. Maybe we didn't have so much fun this weekend. That was a tough game. This isn't going to be a love fest. Uh, yeah, but we'll get to the Patriots in a second. Uh, we don't have any stupid bullshit to open the podcast with. No politics, no baseball. That's, no, that's a good thing, is, right? This is going to be straight football. Yeah. Dan, speak. do you like that? No, no bullshit? I can do with a little. A little bit? As long okay. as it isn't too in-depth. I think you spoke too soon because you know Dan's going to have some sort of I can of always bullshit. be creative if yeah. push comes right. to shove, but I know there's a lot of football news. That's football news! Look who we week. have. We have three of us. You don't think we're going to get to some sort of bullshit yeah, that's before this is point. over? Yeah, that's a good point. So I've had a, one of my good buddies, Jarrett, who uh, John has met. Uh, he's in Vegas right now, and he has made a bid to be the statistical research department of our podcast, which I think is great. I think is really, <laughs> really cool. And uh, one topic that I've been hearing a lot about by a lot of different podcasts, TV shows, everybody seems to think that kicking is terrible this year. People are missing a lot of field goals, and everybody seems to think, what, what is your general idea of the kicking situation this year, Johnny? I don't know why it's happening, but it, it does seem like it's worse this year. Uh, the whole kicking thing on special teams, though, has bothered me for years. It's not just about field goal kicking. It's about... How you starting the game off? Where you're kicking the ball from? That mm -hmm. that that always bothers me. It's it's taking an aspect of special teams out of the game. But just as far as the kicking goes, I have no idea why it's so bad. But it's been horrible. Whether it be missing field goals or it's not just extra points. It's everything. It it seems to me. I don't know what the stats are, but it seems really bad this year. Yeah, the naked eye. I don't have any statistics with me here, nor do I ever. But I mean, now that you mention it, it has been really rough this year. So this is kind of interesting because Jared actually compiled the stats on it, which is really kind of uh, impressive. So just overall percentage of field goals made this year in uh, 2016, let's see, is 83.8%. So uh, I don't know. That number probably means nothing to you, right? So last year... Whoa. That's what I was going to say. What's the yep. average? Last year, 84.5%. Year before, 84%. Year before, 86.5%. Year before that, 83.9%. Year before that, which is 2011, 82.9%. So statistically, the numbers are pretty similar. Yeah, I think you're talking about field goals, but it seems like extra points, too, everything. And it well, seems I like mean, there's a lot. Back. You move it back. You move it back, but yeah. they moved it back last year, too. But it seems like it's been right. worse. So the difference, so uh, 2014, extra points were made at a 99.3% rate, and then they moved it back. 2015, 94.2, and then 94.7. The really interesting part of this, though, is that field goals from 20 to 29 yards in 2016 is 95.3%. 
which is down over two full percentage points. So the close field goals are actually being kicked at a lower rate. And they're actually, you know, so that, that's kind of the interesting point. You know what I've seen? And maybe, I don't know the stats on it, but one thing I've noticed, I feel like more kicks are getting blocked and mm. deflected and the pressure on it, whether even they get a piece or not, they're jumping over the line more. Yeah. And they're getting a better jump on things. So it might have to do with special teams, just the defense on it, not just the kicker. Yeah. So the only real difference, which is kind of crazy, because you would think that the shorter field goals, they'd make them all the time, especially now they get more practice on them with the extra points. The 20 to 29-year-old field goals are 95. They're, they're way down. Well, not way down, but they're down. Yeah. But other than that, and I'll agree with you, the public perception does seem to say that field goal kickers suck this year. But there's really no statistical difference. I think you've it's goddamn seen, liberal media bias, John. I, I don't think it has so much to do it may be down a little bit but the the way they're missing them is how they're affecting the game is what i mean hmm. i mean i think it, it's it's highlighted more because it's had a bigger impact in a lot of football games that we've seen this year it's not just a miss that didn't account for anything mm -hmm. it's been a big miss so yeah. if obviously if it matters more we're going to think of it and remember it more as opposed to ones that just don't count now, the topic, John, I heard this on the Mike Lombardi podcast. I thought this was really interesting. So, team, you score a touchdown, you kick the extra point, right? Did you know that the rate at which NFL football teams get the two-point conversion is right around 60%? So there's an argument that could be made that you shouldn't go, go for, for you shouldn't go for two. Yeah. I mean, sorry, you shouldn't kick the extra point ever again. Right, you should go, you should for, go two. for two every time. Well, Tomlin will agree with you on that. Right. We went for four times, I yeah. think, this week, right? It was and he, bad. And he, he didn't he get anything successful one. at all. Right. So do you think that it's such a surprise when a team goes for two? That's why it's around 60%. No, I, I don't think it's a surprise that the team goes for two. I mean, I, I think it's a smart play. I think you should always go for two. But I'm also in a weird thing where I also – I like those coaches, those high school coaches that always go for it on fourth down, too. It's a, or, yeah, who never punt. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a different way of thinking, and I, I like that way of thinking. All right, so you're on board. I think statistically, how do you I, argue with I that? I would right? love to see a coach, and I don't know if we'll ever see it in the NFL, that, that coaches that way. Yeah. Like, just won't punt. I'd love to see it. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, anyways, I think that would drive gamblers insane, though. I think this already, this already has this year. Like, it drives <laughs> me nuts. Like Moving it back and the whole going for two thing – the last two years, it's really affected the lines and how you vote, like how, how you're thinking. It's not just about those three points anymore. The one and two point games are, I think, happening way more often. Yeah, you you used to not see that very much. No. Games were decided by three or seven. Yeah. But anyways, we want to say thank Jarrett Ferreira. That was pretty. We actually sound yeah, smart you, right Jared. now with actually like statistics and stuff. That was good. But uh, all right, you ready to look stupid, John? I'm ready. I'm uh, always ready to look stupid. Yeah. Though. So we both uh, pretty publicly endorsed Green Bay last I don't week. No. They got massacred. What's going on? With they were down like team? a nine million to nothing to begin that game. Yeah. That was bad. And it's the Titans here. That's what yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about the Titans. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, he was he scored a decent amount of fantasy points. He wasn't amazed. But the rest of that team is garbage, John. I don't. I have no idea what it is. I. I. I, have, I don't. I don't know. Is it the defense? Is it the defensive coach? What is it? I mean, I'm a huge fan of Dom Capers. I've yeah. said it before. I love his blitz packages. Uh, he does innovative things. But uh, it's eventually you're going to have to start blaming somebody for this. And yeah. who is it? Is it a lack of defensive players or is it a bad coach? Is it a combination of both? I, I don't know. Do you know that they have nine undrafted free agents on their uh, roster? What do you think of that? I think a lot of teams have a lot of undrafted players in their roster nowadays. You okay. Know, I don't. Sounds like a lot, though. Where, it? where in the I don't, I don't know. If it sounds like a lot. Where is it? Is it on defense? Is it on offense? I don't know. My research department isn't here. I didn't. <laughs> but I heard that anyway. 
Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who's to blame for this. Jenny, are they quite, dead? Are they going to come back? That's what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, are they dead, John? We got to look at the schedule. I mean, they, they look right now like Minnesota looks. It look, they're looking like they're just on a di- downward spiral. Yeah, well, Minnesota, we'll, we'll talk about them in a second, but Minnesota is in a total free fall. That whole division seems to be having uh, a whole lot of problems right now. I can't, I can't call the Packers dead yet. I mean, okay. ob- obviously, mathematically, they're still in it. Three losses in a row. It's but, tough. I mean, mathematically, they're still in it, though. And with a team that has Aaron Rodgers, those offensive weapons, I still think Dom Capers is a good defensive coordinator. Yeah. I'm not going to count them out until they're mathematically out. Johnny, they're brutal on the road. They're one and three. They get another uh, road game this week. They're yeah. playing the Redskins. They're pretty decent at home. They're not like amazing at home. But they, yeah, they haven't been great at home. I mean, they're f- a far better team at home, but they haven't been great. They're still playing these close games. They lost yep. to the Colts. All right, John, we're at Redskins, at the Eagles. Eagles are a tough team at home. Eagles are good at home. Yeah, they're the home. Eagles for the te- are much better at home. Home for Texans. You got to chalk that up as a win. Texans look horrible. Uh, home for Seahawks. Seahawks look like they would beat the That's shit tough. out of the Packers That's right tough. now. Uh, they're at Chicago for the Bears. The Bears are horrible. They're home for the Vikings. Who wins that game right now? Yeah, that's what, five weeks down the road? Yeah. There's going to be a lot of football between these next five weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't even think about that yet. I think you got to do it, like Belichick says, one game at a time and see what yeah. happens. And then if they, if they start up, if they have a good showing against the Redskins, it could turn everything around. Right. And then they're at the Lions to finish the season. There's some tough games in there. Lions is another tough game. Yeah. That's, you can't just discount the Lions. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the Vikings, did I officially kill the Vikings? Oh, something happened. Man. <laughs> you know, we talked about them enough. One of, my sure. better, one of my better calls of the year, I called for them to regress, but I didn't call them to go in absolute free fall. Yeah, I think we both, we both knew that Sam Bradford was going to regress. We know that that's, those stats weren't going to keep up. It wasn't going to happen. But the, what the fuck? Yeah. What has happened to this team? My I mean, friend Phil killed Sam Bradford, and I killed the Vikings. Somebody was saying to me is that their weaknesses got exposed one week and now everybody's jumping on it. The running game is atrocious. They have no running game. They have no offensive line. Did you pick up Asiata in fantasy, John? For about a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're no, like, two, weeks, two weeks. I had him two You weeks. had to like wash the yeah. stink He's of officially, Matt Asiata. He's gone off my team. <laughs> well, you got James Starks, I think, today. I picked up Starks. Yeah. Starks, yeah. And then they got Kristen Michaels, so who knows what's going to happen there. To, uh, James Starks has been pretty decent. but uh, James Starks had a decent week this past week. Yeah. But other than that, it hasn't been anything crazy. So, John, I really want to get my tra- – I wanted so bad to get my travel gear ready and get, you know, get my stick and bindle. I really want to jump on the Panthers' bandwagon right now. But they just were one and one the last two weeks. They edged out the Saints, but they lost. They really needed that Chiefs game. That game was so frustrating last night. Uh, that game oh, – I mean, the first half of that football game – they looked really good. Yeah. Really good football team. And then in the second half, halfway through the third quarter, they decided to stop playing football. Yeah. They just ran the ball three times, and they just tried to kill the clock, and they just gave up playing the game. It was yeah. all just about conserving their lead, and they almost blew it. I kind of wish they did blow it because well, you can't just stop playing football for that right. long. Right. Yeah, at least then we wouldn't have to worry about them anymore. But now they're still kind of right on the fringe no. there. No. Wait, they're not on the fringe. They're not going to get in. No, no, they're no? on the fringe, but I don't think they're going to get in. No. And now four and six, John. No, 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 no. All right, no. John is on. He hates. He hates the Panthers. No. Now, why do you say that? I just don't think they have. They started off too bad. If, even if they turn it around, what do they have now? Luke Kuechly is out. Concussion protocol. Who knows how long that's going? Hopefully, it doesn't last too long. He, he looks bad. Him? He got hurt bad. He looked like he was. I, I didn't think it was concussion when it first happened, though. Yeah. Because he looked like he was crying. He was trying to hold back tears. He was crying. Yeah. He was trying to hold back tears. He looked. 
nobody thought it was a concussion. Even Newton thought it was his foot. Somebody thought it was his chest. It didn't seem like a concussion. But obviously, that's what they're saying right now. And he is the superstar, hands down, of that defense. Absolutely. He's unbelievable. So if I, I could pick one defensive player to start a football team, that's who it would be. Well, there you go. I really wanted to jump on the bandwagon. If they had Luke Keekley still, I would be on, but this is a tough schedule. Why do you schedule. want to jump on their bandwagon? Because they have talent, man. Fuck them. No. Wow. Cam, oh, Cam my Newton. God. No. 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 <laughs> Cam Newton is a choker. No. Oh, my God. John, is, he's angry. He's standing up right now. For, how do you go from a team that did that well last year and you come back this year and do this with all these expectations? No. John is disgusted no. right now. The guy has so much talent. I don't understand why he can't play better or why he's not doing this. It, it's, I, I, I don't know. I'm frustrated with him. I really am. I haven't seen John this upset since he saw the last hooker menu in Vegas. <laughs> like he, he looked at it. He was just with disdain. Uh, he hated I, it. How can you, why do you want to jump on their bandwagon now? Well, I, I don't know. They got talent. Do you, do you like Carolina? Do you like Cam Newton as a quarterback? What, what, what do you like about the team? I like their regular season talent. You know, they showed it last year. Season talent. I, I think maybe they choke in the playoffs. What the fuck does that mean, the regular season talent? Well, they, had a, they have a lot of front runners on that team who do really well in the regular season. Okay. As you saw last year. Yeah. And I'm not saying, do I like them to win the Super Bowl? No, but I'd like them to go on a run and possibly make the playoffs. I mean, I like Davis. I like Keekley. That's about where I stand on that football But team. after the Keekley injury. And Greg Olson, obviously. Greg Olson. Ageless Greg Olson. But after the Keekley injury, you're probably right. It's tough for me because they got Raiders, Seahawks, Chargers, Skins, Falcons, Bucks. That's some tough games. They're gonna, they're gonna flip flop. They're gonna win. They're gonna lose. They're gonna win. They're gonna lose. They're not gonna tie, tie anything together. I don't think. All right. Well, I really wanted to. Uh, I was gonna they write. Gave, they gave not to cut you off. They gave up last night. They, they just mm. stopped playing. They won it's, though. It's halfway through the third, and they just stopped playing football. They stopped playing. Yeah. I, so I was ready to say I want to hop on that bandwagon. I'm going shopping for bandwagons to look at. But then I was like, well, they lost Luke Keekley, And then I tried to spell Keekley and I couldn't spell it. So I just gave up on the whole bandwagon thing. But uh, speaking of disgusting, did you see that Jets-Rams atrocity? Yeah, what was the final? 9-6 9-6. Home games in L.A. are horrible. In case Keenum wonders why he's not playing. Like, yeah. why, why, is, why is he so shocked by this? Yeah. I don't know. It's just a brutal, disgusting game. Do you have anything to say about this game or do you want to move on? No, I have one thing to say about it. Your pick. Fitzpatrick yeah obviously you know we kind of came up with a system on this but we'll we'll save that for the next segment when it comes up got it, it got was it it's an ugly game it's disgusting ugly game and uh well there you go um Philip Rivers threw four picks in the fourth quarter which is unbelievable and John we need a name for this I'm gonna run a couple ideas past you here we need a name for this occurrence because in uh, NHL score three goals was that the hat trick right hat-trick, yeah you score them all in one quarter that's a natural hat trick right I'm like, what, what can we call this? I came up with something. I'm going to dr- run this by uh, call Ryan, the Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> but if you do it all in one quarter, I want to call it a natural Fitzpatrick. A natural Fitzpatrick. What do you think of that? All right. All right. Now, you, you really don't like Fitzpatrick, do you? Uh, no, no. I love Fitzpatrick. No, no. You love shitting on Fitzpatrick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That part's, that there, part's There's true. a difference. <laughs> I love him. That's why I came up with the Ryan Fitzpatrick challenge, because I love shitty quarterback you, play. It's my like, favorite. I don't know who you, dis- well, who you like to dislike more, Fitzpatrick or Geno Smith. Well, it's Geno Smith. Yeah. Geno Smith. Well, hold on. We mu- if we throw Mark Sanchez in there versus Geno oh, Smith, we have a real yeah, competition. That's it right My there. love for Mark Sanchez is balanced. I'm with you there. I loved watching him play. 
I remember last year there I was loved a, watching him play bad. Oh yeah, it was yeah. great. It was my favorite. You know. It gave me you're, so you're much joy. You out all this stuff. Like, I love watching him play. No, you like watching him play bad. I love watching him fail. Yes. There we go. So John, are you on board with four picks in one quarter as a natural Fitzpatrick? I like it. I like it. All right. So there we go. Uh, the game of the week. Clear. Well, there's two games of the week. Pats and Seahawks was game of the week, but the other game of the week was Steelers-Cowboys, right, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Well, it was. It was officially the NFL's game of the week. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see a lot of, of it, so I want you to fill me on it. Give me your perspective on it. I was shocked how... I, I did like the over in that game, like I said, over 40 on the tees. I liked it. I couldn't believe how many points were scored in that game. The mm. defense. Was Ezekiel Elliott's run in the fourth quarter from 32 yards out was great. Johnny, he, is he the MVP right this now? This guy is... He's, yeah. I think he's got to be right. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be between him and Dak Prescott are both carrying the Cowboys, but he's hands down the best player on the football team. Yeah. So him, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, who's your MVP right now? Right now, it's Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I don't know. How you. How do you not? There's a big movement right now. People are obviously, it would never, ever, ever happen, but there's a big movement for Dallas Cowboys offensive line as the MVP of the league. Yeah, that's that's just not going to happen. It would never happen, no, but... It can't happen. I well, gotta, I gotta about, say they are. We've talked about this for a few years now. They have the best offensive line in football. Yeah. We talked about Elliott or Johnson. Who do you want? It's hard to compare the two because he gets to run behind that line. Yep. You know, in a vacuum, I still like Johnson, but they're they're both amazing running backs. They're reminiscent to that mid '90s Cowboys yeah. offensive line. Remember how good yep. they were with like Nate Newton and. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. Nate Newton got busted for like four hundred pounds of weed or something. Remember that? I, I totally he's, forgot about that. He was driving a yep. van somewhere. He got busted, and then he got busted again. He, need, he needed more money. So no, I remember it was like two hundred fifty pounds, and then he got busted for that, and then he got busted again like three months later with like another hundred and fifty pounds. It's, it's beautiful. It's he would he would be wearing his, the belt. It was belt. in his wallet too. He was <laughs> it was in his wallet. Well, that's it. What, what else you got? Is Steelers boys anything else about that? Do you think the Steelers are still in it? Because I still have the Steelers as a top four football team. I do. I mean, their record doesn't say it, but I still have them as a top four. I still have the Patriots, the Steelers, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. That's what I have. And obviously, you can't go by record saying that, but the way I look at the top teams is who I don't want to see in the playoffs, who I don't want to yep. play. Yep. And the Steelers are still that team to me. That's a team I don't want to see in the playoffs. I do not want to play against them. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, that's all we got for news, John. Do you want to move on to Patriots? You ready? Yeah, let's go. Talk about the Patriots. So, Patriots, uh, I watched the Patriots game at my friend Les's house. And uh, Les Castinas, hi, Les. He says, I never mention him on podcast, but here you are. We love you. I watched it with him and my buddy Jarrett, and he was very emotional, John. Were we all? Yeah. He was in, that's actually something I want to discuss with you. He was in a glass case of emotion. He had had several adult beverages, and he was, he was all over the place. John, I want you for once in your fucking life to use your powers for good instead of evil. I want you to cheer Les up. Cheer him up. I don't really want to cheer Les up. I don't know what? Les. But no, <laughs> honestly, I, this game was really stressful. I mean, the, yeah. game, the game was disappointing to watch. Our defense, whether it be zone, they couldn't do shit. Um, they're lucky they weren't down by more in the beginning. They, they got away with two field goals instead of two touchdowns. The typical Patriots bend, don't break defense. Yeah. But... They couldn't stop anything. Yeah. They, they made Russell Wilson look like Brady, and he definitely looked healthy. They made their offensive line, which is possibly the worst offensive line in football, look amazing. Yeah. The defensive line struggling. It, it's, I don't know. It, I can't So you're not going to cheer him up? I don't know how to. I don't know. The only thing I can say, do to, I have to, the do only it? thing I can say to cheer him up is to say that it's one game, but it's against probably the best team we're going to face. So 
don't you? You got to win those games. You have to win those games going into the playoffs. Well, here's how I'm going to cheer. They're supposed to be undefeated every year. I, mean, I know this is what I want to talk about. Through Boston with the millennials that are still whining about Trump. I'm not going to protest that they lost. The I'm game. nowhere They're concerned. They're not entitled to be undefeated right. every year. That's I totally agree with that. Going. Who's talking about undefeated? Just. These people that panic Who's talking and think about life ends because the Patriots it's lost not, the game that Tom Brady played. I don't care. Have they ever watched a football game? I'm not sure you've watched a, a football oh, game. I've watched plenty of football games. Um, like I don't think it's I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the point about the loss. It's the way they lost. The way they lost the football game. Our defense didn't look good at all. Are they supposed to be perfect? Sixteen games a year. year why? In why are you taking? Why are you taking everything to the drastic? Like perfect, undefeated. Because that's what it's these not, losers no, It's on. not perfect. It's playing a really shitty football game. Well, they almost won. It couldn't have been that bad. Defense, so, their defense played a yeah. shitty football. game. I think. I think Dan's got a great point here because. This is this is a, a kind of an overarching thing I wanted to say. I watch a regular season football game. Les was going crazy. I was kind of calm because as a Boston fan and as a Patriots fan, I feel like I'm super, super spoiled. And I'm trying to think of a circumstance that would happen in a regular season game that would cause me to have that emotional of an outburst. Because the regular season for me, I'm just like, eh, it's all precursor. This is the preseason. Because they're in the playoffs every year. And the games that I go crazy over, the playoff games. But the regular season ones, I'm like, meh. We're not whatever. talking about the one, the football game. We're not, this isn't about them losing a football game. It's, it's, it's one game. I get that point. But the mental aspect of that loss can come back to haunt you in the playoffs. When you lose to the Giants the last game of the season, and then you face the Giants in the Super Bowl during that undefeated year, that's in their head, the fact that they lost to that team. It was their one loss, and then they played that team in the Super Bowl. That game is in their head still. So it's more of the win-loss. There's a mental aspect to it. You, if you lose a team, lose to a team in the regular season, and you see this team again in the Super Bowl, the playoffs, that team knows they can beat you. They have that attitude that they know they can beat you. So, I mean, it's not just about the one game. You lost to a really good team who you very well could see in the Super Bowl. All right, dickheads. Like we talked about in the, in the, in the Bills. That game doesn't matter. It's, that's a loss that doesn't mean shit. This game does. This game could have repercussions. All right, so you're all a bunch of negative Nancys here. So I'm going to cheer less up because that's what I do. And here's the phrase, Belichick will fix it. What is Belichick's record against seeing a team for the second time in the same season? Really, 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 really good. Now, of course, there's examples where they've lost. Mm-hmm. But I think we can both agree that that Giants game that you're talking about was the most fluky game that we've ever seen as football game football fans, would you say? Especially Just the way the game the ended. The yeah. way the game ended. Yeah, they still beat us. Yeah, they still beat us, right? But there's some really fucking fluky things that happen. Absolutely. And Belichick's record when facing a team for the second time is really, really good. So I, I believe in him. If anybody can fix it, he oh, can. I we, and all, I, we all believe in him. We, we, we know he's a great coach, and it's far from over. But the fact still remains that we lost to a team that we're going to probably see possibly in the Super Bowl if we make it that far. But I think Dan is right. You're going to lose some games. You can't go undefeated. You're going to lose some games. And I think it's a good time to lose this game. You can't beat every team, and we, we've got plenty of time to learn for it, plenty of time to, uh, to, to improve. But the one thing that really needs to be improved, John, is I, who's a bigger Belichick defender than me? Oh, you. As Nobody. far as you're concerned, he does no, no wrong. He does no wrong. For the first time ever, I've got a, a heavy criticism of Bill Belichick, and it was that fucking hat that he was wearing. Like, what? <laughs> what? Can you? I can't defend it. Like, I'm trying to – you saw the hat. It was like – 
It's it, like he took a big hat and cut a smaller hat out of a big hat and then put it on his head. It looked like he wanted to wear a winter hat with a visor and he couldn't <laughs> find one, so he tried to do some sort of surgery on it. So I feel like I feel like he's listening to people out there and they say you dress like a homeless guy. He's like, yeah. "Oh, you think you've seen homeless?" Like normally with his dress, I feel like he is just I don't give a fuck what I look like. No, and I'm just going to wear what I wear. But why not just grab a hat off the rack and put it on your fucking head? It's like he took a hat. He's like, I'm intentionally, like, as the professor, our, Chris, our, one of our biggest he fans. He sealed the hat is he's, what he did. He says like he's fe- intentionally trolling us, right? He's intentionally, he's like, I'm going to put extra effort into looking homeless. Yeah. yeah what the fuck was that? He doesn't care. He doesn't care. But this, like, this kind of looks like he's for all. For all care. we know, he was carrying his hand on the way out to the field and he got stuck on something. A rip. He's like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm just like his head on. got caught you in know? a fan or something, <laughs> and they're just like, cut, cut it off. I don't think he cares. Like uh, in The Simpsons, Police Chief Wiggum's tie gets <laughs> caught in like the hot dog <laughs> yeah. machine, and he's like, oh, this is gonna get worse before it gets better. <laughs> but I mean, it's I don't know. I I couldn't defend that hat, and I'm upset. But I, you know what? I I needed to say that. All but right. uh, so Johnny, what what do you feel about the Chandler Jones trade right about now? So Yeesh. we obviously are having issues rushing yeah. quarterback. Yeah. I mean, we are. Russell Wilson which, just stood back there in a recliner the whole game. Which affects our secondary, obviously. You know, the better pass rush you have, the better your secondary is going to do. It goes yep. hand in hand. Um, I don't know. I mean, we couldn't – could we keep him? Would you rather see us hold on to Chandler Jones and then just let him leave? Would you prefer that? Oh, boy. So, once again, I'm not going to criticize the move because he Shocker. he knows something. I guess something. He's way smarter than I am, and he's right, what, 85% of the time? So, I'm not going to criticize it now, but right now we could real What? What are you looking at? What, was that just a number? Yeah, I made that shit okay. up. Of course I so did. Belichick is right 85% of the time. Put it down. But, uh, boy, we, it looks like we could really use Chandler Jones right now. Look at our pass rushes. So, what do we got? We have Sheard. Garbage. Long. Not very good. Not playing good. Nope. The guy who I really like, who I've said, is going to have a good year this year. This is the year he's going to break out. Trey Flowers. He is. He, some some games he's completely there, and some games, games he's non-existent. Some games he's yeah, you're you right, know? non-existent. It's just I don't know what they're doing, and that seems to be how their whole defensive line is. You you come out, you have a really good game, you look good, and then the other game you're completely gone. That's Nikovich isn't doing great, but he he was out for a while, so he can. That's a wait and see. Yeah, um, got the zone defense. So when you're rushing what two or three guys sometimes. The zone defense, he's just running back and forth around there. Russell Wilson is just running back and forth and hitting guys who are uncovered by like 10 yards. Yeah, he's just waiting for them to fall right into their spot. And yeah. That's where he throws it to them. That that's zone true. defense got murdered yeah, it was in bad. the game. It should have been worse. Like We're lucky we got away with two field goals in the first two possessions. Yeah, Russell Wilson looked healthy. He looked and really uh, Gronk doesn't because that was one of the best, cleanest hits that I've ever seen in today's NFL. Yeah. Remember in like 1991, 92, like late night on ESPN, they'd have like hardest hits of 1991. They'd play him. We'd love that yeah, shit. Yeah, some guy coming across the middle gets his head taken off. That yeah. would be so illegal now. So but. illegal. And I'm sure the NFL is taking like a backhoe and making a huge hole and like dumping all those tapes yeah. into a huge hole yeah. so no one could ever see them again due to the massive, massive uh, concussion litigation that's going on. But he just hit him shoulder directly in the chest. It was like... Like, if you were to go to the NFL Hall of Fame and see what a perfect hit Cam looks Chancellor. like. I mean, that's, that's what he is. He looked they, like fucking RoboCop yeah. with that, with that uh, visor that he had on. I could watch him hit people 
all get like I would love to see just a highlight reel of his. Except in this instance, because it looks looking at him, he had this glassy-eyed look. Gronk had a glassy-eyed look after the hit. So he looks concussed, but his head didn't get hit anywhere. Your head doesn't have to get hit. I guess not. It's just whiplash. You know, your whole body can get hit. Your brain bounces off your skull. That's how it happens. And you don't have to get hit in the head. But it turned. I thought the wind just got knocked out of him. But it turns out there are reports of a possible punctured lung on that hit. So now it's it's punctured. Then the next day it's not punctured. Yeah. Then it's perforated. It's. So there's at least a chance that he got hit so hard that he broke his lung. Yeah. There's at least a chance. That's a hell of a hit. So now at least we know why he was looking all fucked up on the, on the field there. But he still came in for the end of the game. They went for him at the last play of the game. And frankly, John, probably the right call, right? The right the call? Last play. Yeah. To throw it to him? No, no. The, re- the oh, non-call. The non-call, yeah. I think it was absolutely 100% right. Uh, Gronk was going straight out. It looked like Gronk, they both put their hands on each other. I mean, yeah. you can't make that call unless it's a drastic pass interference right you can't make that call the last play of the game not like we haven't seen that call been made though a million times mm-hmm. but as guys you know we're horrible homers we're such huge homers but even we still like to see the right call made and that was probably the right call yeah i think it was the right call i think the the what i didn't like about it was it looked like brady had that ready to go no matter what yeah that's so where it was going that, that's Don't what care. it was and that's the one thing I didn't like. I mean, when, when, when you don't see Brady do that. That's not Brady. Yeah. Brady is great at quicker than anybody after he calls to dissect the defense and know, knows what's going on quicker than any quarterback. I think he saw it. You know, when Gronk does well, what do the, what do the uh, talking heads say? Can't be covered. Can't cover him with a linebacker. Can't cover him with a cornerback. Yeah, Can't cover him with a safety. He wasn't having that dominant of a game. It wasn't, it wasn't like a crazy Gronk game. You know, it wasn't a game like that where he was just on fire. So, I mean, I, that, that can't be the reasoning for it. The call, I don't, the call doesn't bother me. You got your best player. Throw it to your best player. He's in single coverage. He'll make a play. And he didn't. You know, these he things didn't. happen. But, these things happen. Like I said, it, it was the way that he was doing it no matter what. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. Well, anyways, we're not blaming the refs. That's for losers. No. Uh, don't do that. They outplayed us. They were the better team. Yeah. Right? They, they came were. into our house and they outplayed us. They outplayed us. But I, I like how Brady was able to go all the way down the field. But uh, a lot of people said we made the same mistake Seattle did. Was it uh, first and goal in the three or the two, and we didn't run the ball? Yeah, that was that didn't was run the it. ball. We got this big bowling ball of a guy right him in there three times. Yeah, I, I I don't understand why we didn't do it. It was it was like watching the Super Bowl. It was same the exact, same exact thing. thing. Exact same thing. Uh, but Johnny, want to talk about? But Belichick's getting no blame for that. Yeah, is that is that part of the fifteen percent? Uh, wrong play call. What McDaniel's play calls the plays right? It, it's I think it's a team effort, don't you? Yeah. I don't, I don't think McDaniels is going out there calling every single offensive play. I think, I think it's a group effort. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not going to be like, I know better, and he should have run a different call, but, man, it sure seemed like they should have tried to run the ball, yeah, right? I, I would think so. Did you see when the, the – I forget who it was – when he jumped over the top. It wasn't Blunt. Who was it? I don't – Blunt has gone over the top a lot of oh, times no, no, no. this season. I, I, but no, this, against the Seahawks during this game. It was no, one of the last remember. plays. It was, and he went over the top, and I'm standing there looking at it, and it looked like he was going in. And immediately he got pulled back down – I I, I don't know. Yeah. That could have been it. So, Johnny, we got some holes on defense. Uh, draft. Who do we draft to fix these holes? Who, what I would like to see us draft is, even though the offensive line looks really good this year, they're playing good, I'd still like to see us draft an offensive line, yeah. defensive line, yep. and I would love to see a cornerback. So we're going to have a lot of draft picks. I'd love to see a cornerback. If, we, if we're in a position to get a good cornerback, like a really good cornerback, like to use a first-round pick on it, I'd love to see that. So uh, I'm a huge Florida Gators fan. You, you know that, Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gators got two possible first-round uh, defensive backs, as they do seemingly every year. Every year they turn out a good linebacker, defensive lineman, or a uh, 
you know, or a cornerback. And, you know, it seems like they've got some, uh, got some new ones, you know? That hasn't been one of Belichick's things, though. Like, he, he drafts. I think he drafts really well with the lines. I think he really drafts great offensive linemen. He hasn't done really good in skill positions. He hasn't done well in the secondary. I don't know. I think Belichick is – this may be one of the things you can, you can say Belichick's amazing at everything. Yeah. But drafting – I Cornerbacks. Think, nope. I think he's middle of the road when it comes to drafting. I think he's an average drafter. I mean, it's tough to do a draft. Sometimes you hit a home run. Sometimes you don't. That's just how it is. But I think Belichick's middle of the road. I definitely think he's a, a well above average drafter. He just doesn't do a great job with receivers. He's well, but he's great receivers. at receivers. Great at free agent pickups. Great at free agent pickups. Yeah. Great. He can't draft a wide receiver, but look what look at the wide receivers that we've had. He can he finds the right guys to bring in. Yeah, well, all right, that's enough for Patriots today. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna talk a little bit of fantasy. You ready to talk fantasy, John? I'm always ready to talk fantasy. Let's bro. get on it. When we come back, it's all the fantasy news that's fair to air. Stand by. Week eleven of NFL Moving the Line continues. You already know Kowloon Restaurant, established in nineteen fifty and spanning four generations, serves a multi Asian menu. Did you also know that Kowloon Restaurant is New England's premier Asian dining and entertainment complex, serving Cantonese, Szechuan, Thai, and Polynesian cuisine? And did you know that Kowloon Restaurant is also the home of the finest Japanese sushi? If you haven't dined at Kowloon Restaurant lately, then you simply haven't dined at Kowloon. Kowloon Restaurant, Route 1 North in Saugus. Welcome, everybody. This is brilliant. Can you feel it? Boston, share the experience of the WWE Live Holiday Tour so you can hashtag best night of my life with non-stop action and the moments that will leave you breathless. Plus all your favorite superstars, no filter. It's the WWE Live Holiday Tour on Thursday, December 29th. Tickets and VIP packages are available Friday, November 4th at 10 a.m. Football fans, welcome back to week 11 of NFL Moving the Line. Here are your hosts, Lou Saban and John Morgan. Lou Saban, John Morgan, back coming at you. How you doing, John? Yeah, Feel better? Doing all right. You got mad about Cam Newton yeah. there. Really listen, upset. Listen, full disclosure. All right. Last night, I okay. made a bet on Carolina. Oh, no. So I did a tease. Yeah. Carolina in the under and an A&R. Carolina yeah. in the under. Yeah. Tease one, and I won half of the A&R, yeah. which is, you could say was good, but... That's why I'm upset. They okay. should have won by more than three points. Okay, you were having problems at home. They should have won okay. by more than three points. <laughs> okay. So full disclosure, there might be a little extra <laughs> hatred in my heart today for him. All right. And for Rivera for stop playing <laughs> fucking offense. All right, Johnny. We got a uh, question from a reader here. It's my buddy Dave Daniel. And he wants to know, when will the Browns get their first win? Hashtag, why do I suffer? Is this Chef, Chef Daniels? No, no, a different guy. Oh. Different guy. All right, I was so intrigued by the name, I, I forgot about the question. Yeah, uh, when do the Browns get their first win, John? I don't know. So here, here's their schedule. Can we talk about the Browns' quarterbacks? They've had 21 different quarterbacks oh my God. In, since Ben Roethlisberger has been on the, on the Steelers. Wow. 21. So let's, let's take a look at the schedule. Steelers, loss. Giants, I don't know. They probably lose to the Giants, right? Yeah. At, in Buffalo, they lose there. Well, all right, let's, 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 let's not even bother going down this road because... What do we know? Still, they haven't won yet. Yeah. So everybody you, you name right now is technically a better team than the Browns. But I'm going to give you one that I think that they could win. Okay. Uh, they are at home against the Chargers. The Chargers have shown the ability to completely yeah. shit the bed. Yeah. That's, and the Browns it. could possibly beat the Chargers in Wheat 16. 
yeah. What do all you right. think? All right. I think that's a decent pick. Maybe. maybe? Yeah. I think that's or, a decent all right. Pick. So are you going to pick? Jack, I mean, you know the Chargers are two different teams, home and road. Who knows? I mean, yeah. So uh, are you going to pick for their first win this year or 2017? Do they get a win this year? Oh, you, you really going to make me pick? Yeah. Between this year and next year? You're the football expert, Sean. Uh, you, you say I'm a football expert. Yeah. Right, let, let's be clear. I don't. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to go with this year. This year? Yeah. I'm so, going to go with a win this year. Steelers, Giants, Bengals, Bills, Chargers, Steelers. I'm going to go with a win this year. Wh- which one? What do you think? Um, I don't, I'm not going to pick a game. I can't do that. I think it's just, it could be a fluky game. And I'm going to go once again, John Morgan taking the cowards way yeah. out. Unbelievable. Hey, but, you, uh, all right. So there, there we go. Browns. I'm going to go with the one win, but he says they do get a win this year. So great. Yeah. So, cause <laughs> we all care so much about it. So, uh, fantasy, uh, here's one thing, uh, that I think has been a pretty consistent theme on the podcast. Um, Here's how little I've been paying attention to our, our uh, fantasy football league, which is my own fault. I should be paying more attention, but I've, I've been making mistakes because I haven't been paying more, more attention. Here's the problem. I have the most points in the league, John. How yeah. the fuck did this well, happen? You sent me that text message last night, so I think I had the most points before last week. Okay. And now, now you do. So I don't, I don't know how that happened. So well, I'm going to bring... 130-something. How many points did you get this week? A million. Yeah, you, a million points. Gotta, I don't know where that team came from. But it was I, all by your, your running back and your quarterback. Yeah. And my kicker, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but I have by far the most t- points in the league this week. Um, and I've, uh, I've got the most points in the league for the season, too. But I'm going to take a, a quick segment here. I'm going to bring it front and center. Let's and, see this here. Hold on. 955 points. Yeah, which is five points more than the next guy. Yep. So... But we're going to bring a segment on right now, because I've got to have it right now. Uh, we're going we're gonna to fuck right off. Are you ready to tell someone to fuck right off, John? I'll tell you to fuck off at any time. So basically, this is a segment in our show where uh, every week there's somebody in your fantasy league who just fucking kills you. Or you get killed by the guy on your team who scores negative two points, the guy who you're facing who scores 100 million points against you, and you lose. But I need to tell someone to fuck off right now. And are you ready, John? I'm ready. Because I'm telling it. you to Let's fuck off, John Moore. All right. What do we got? I'm telling you to fuck off right now because all year, oh, my team is so dominant. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> and all that, I didn't even know I have the best fucking team. So I still don't know you have the best team. Do well, you? He, I do have the best team. I don't know about that. And here's why I'm Hold telling on. John Morgan to fuck off. Let's go to the standing board. Lou is five and five. Yeah. You're 500, buddy. Right. That's not the best But I team. have scored the most points. That makes me the best is, team. Is, is, I will not be convinced delusional otherwise. delusional math again? Aaron Rodgers equals, equals win? Uh, I think math? it has. I think that, it has. I got, the most, I got the most points. But here's why I'm telling John Morgan to fuck off. I don't the Ra- he- do the Raiders have the most points? Who has the most points in the NFL this year? I don't know. Does that mean they're the best Atlanta? team? Atlanta? Does that mean they're the Atlanta's best team? Atlanta's pretty good. Are they the best team? You, I'm the best uh, team. They, uh, I think we've go. settled that. Oh, there we go. Here's why I'm telling John Morgan to fuck off. You son of a bitch. I needed you to win this week. And if you won this week, I'd be right in the playoff race, and you lost. How does that? Because that f- whoever you played, I needed him oh, to lose. Oh, okay. And you comp- oh, I'm the most dominant team all <laughs> fucking year. I'm talking about how good your fucking team is. And I needed you to win, and you shit the bed like an asshole. Explain yourself. I've wanted to fuck you. <laughs> so I, I <laughs> sat my players. It's pretty much, no. You son of a bitch. I won't, like, you- I, like I said last week, I thought that. That week and this week, I, I was going to have two rough weeks because my best players on buys. I had Andrew Luck and Hilton on a buy last week. I got Melvin Gordon on a buy this week. So I need, to just, I need to get through these two weeks. I needed you to Pretty win simple. so bad. 
And you lost by almost 30 points. It's like you're trying oh, to disrespect me. Yeah, it was a bad one. Oh, well, God. Well, you know, that's what you get. That's what you get. What? What, what? what did I do? That's what you get. All right. Tell someone to fuck off. I'm going to tell the bye week to fuck off because <laughs> okay. the bye is killing me. You know, the buys are killing me. My team was on a, on a roll and everything was going good. And next thing you know, I get fucked out, Hilton out. I get no chance of winning. I fuck you. And <laughs> yeah, you fuck, fuck you. Fuck the bye. Bye uh, going. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, I got that off my chest. I've John Morgan. I just want to tell you, I've never liked you. So uh, we're gonna move the to feelings mutual, my friend. <laughs> we're, we're gonna uh, move, uh, change gears here. We got a question from the audience. We got a, a very esteemed member of the show who sits us and mostly frowns at us. I think. Would you say that's correct? He's looking a little bit like the Unabomber right now. Yeah. He's got a hoodie on, but he's got a question for uh, for fantasy football here. He's got two. Wide receiver slots that he needs to fill four choices, John. Let's, let's see what we got here for him. He has Larry Fitzgerald, Jarvis Landry, Marvin Jones, and Willie Sneed. Johnny. Your boy, Willie Sneed. Pick two. I fucking hate Willie Sneed. He is such a dick. He never he scores points, but never, ever when I have him in. So we'll ask Willie Sneed right now because they played last night. No Willie Sneed? Okay. So we can't That's do good, that. Good question. Good point. Um, <laughs> I like Marvin Jones playing against Jacksonville. I mean, I think I like that matchup. Let, let's be clear, though, while I'm giving this advice, that you asked me which quarterback you should put in last week, and I said Wentz, and I think you liked Flacco. I'm pretty sure you said you liked Flacco. I wanted to go Flacco. Wentz didn't and, go so and well. Flacco was definitely the, the better choice. Yeah. Wentz, not good. Didn't, didn't do too well. Uh, I won anyway, so it doesn't matter. So in the interest of that poor advice last week, take it with a, you know, so here's the fantasy points that uh, Marvin Jones... So he's got a lot of points. Yep. Last uh, six weeks. Seven, nine, seven, nine, three, zero. That is not fucking cutting it. Basically, he got all his points where he caught uh, for 205 yards and two touchdowns against yep. Green Bay in week three, where he scored 32 points. It's pretty much where he got all of his points. So I don't really want to start uh, Marvin yep, Jones Landry. either. We need two of them, though, right? Yes. I like, well, I like Jarvis Landry. Oh, he's yeah. a little banged up. He's a little banged up, but he's consistent. They're, he hasn't been great lately either. They're also playing the Rams. Rams are really good, but I, I like Jarvis Landry in L.A., although no one scores points in L.A. the Rams are really good? What's that? You say the Rams are really good? No, the Rams' defense yes. is really good. Defense. Especially really good. at home. Yes. Uh, but I like Jarvis Landry. He's a volume guy. Tannehill throws mm-hmm. to him constantly, even though he's a little bit of a slot receiver. And uh, what do you think of Larry Fitzgerald? Is that the other option there? Yeah. And they're playing Minnesota? In Minnesota. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say I like I Larry. Larry. Larry Fitzgerald. I think Larry one. and Landry is what I would say. What do you think? I think it's probably the right move, but just only because of the matchup, I'm going to go um, I'm gonna go Larry Fitzgerald and Marvin Jones. You like Marvin Jones? Only because of the matchup. Okay, so pick, Professor, pick whichever one of us you think is less dumb. So whatever you think, I look real dumb. John looks real dumb. I was really bad. Listen, I was really bad last week, so I don't know if you'd want to go with that. All right, there's our advice. All right, so we're moving on to the Ryan Fitzpatrick Challenge. I just love this, as we uh, spoke about earlier. Um, Basically, it's a game where John and I don't like rooting for success. We just love having a million beers and rooting for quarterbacks to fail miserably on national television. Wouldn't you say that's right? Yeah, it's an ongoing thing. That's what we keep doing. Lou loves failure. Oh, God. Not his so own, bad. but everybody else's. So, John, who did you have uh, this week? 
Uh, I don't know. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Which we said. We knew. We knew what was going to happen. I knew you were going to win this week. Yeah. Every week. Back and forth. Back and back forth, and yeah. Forth. So basically, I'm, I never pick him for the challenge because he's always good for five or six points on the ground, and that's pretty much exactly what he did, right, John? Yeah. He actually, exactly. what, 23 points or something this something week? Something like that. And uh, so uh, anybody who listens to this podcast, which I think is about four people, they will notice that I selected Ryan Fitzpatrick, but, uh, and he didn't play, so I texted John before the game, and I switched my pick to Bryce Petty. Yep. And Bryce Petty was horrendous. Yep. He performed just as advertised. I really enjoyed it because he was so fucking bad. So we're tied again. What are these, six and six or five and five or something? Five and five. Five and five. Eleven weeks. This is the eleventh one. Okay. All right. So that does make sense. That's why I'm not the math guy. Uh, so this week, I, you know, how could I not pick Jared Goff? I don't know, man. That's it, a tough one. He's playing against Miami, and he looked so bad in the preseason. But ten weeks have gone by. Hopefully, he's gotten better. I mean, we just don't know what to expect from him. We have we have no. I don't think there's any expectations right now for this guy. Here's the thing: he looked garbage in the preseason, and the Rams have been horrified to start him in any game. And their alternative was Case Keenum. Yeah, I mean, it's about time, though. I mean, it's like we talked about last week, and I think maybe the Jets listened to our podcast because they're like, what the hell are you doing? All of them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got together yeah, around they, a fireplace. They, they and it. Bulls got everybody together. And was like, yeah, hey, there you listen, go. They said we shouldn't start Fitzpatrick anymore. we got to go with Petty. <laughs> oh, so shit. we got to see what we got on this guy. We manipulated so them. We did it. So I don't know how I don't go with Goff. So I want Jared Goff to throw a million picks and just get murdered. I am going to go with the exact opposite Ooh. of that. I'm going to go with Tannehill. Oh, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, so we're both picking the same yeah, game. Yeah, we're going to go with the same game. What's the over-under in that game, John? What, uh, 18 points? If I had to guess. <laughs> uh, should I do a quick one? Quick guess. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with 40. No, 40 in L.A.? I'm going to go with 40 points. 30, 38 to 40 points, right around there. Oh, my God, John. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you, uh, I'm gonna give no, you the... No, this, I'm, I'm guessing what the Vegas line is. I, I, oh, okay. Guess I'm not guessing how many total points are going to be scored in that game. That's what I think the Vegas line is. So here's some at-home scores, 9-3. to three. Uh, Well, they actually had a 30-19 to 19 game, Should so that's do a some quick points. 17-10, to 13-10, to 10, and 9-6. to six. Oh, you've got some horrible, horrible so games. So 38 points. That's it's 38? No, no, no. No, I said 38 to 40 points. Maybe closer to 38, but let's take a look. So you think it's 38 to 40 Kill, kill some time here, Lou. All right, I'm going to try to, to speak. Well, anyways, I think the Rams are terrified of Jared Goff. They said that they wouldn't play him until they were out of the playoff chase altogether, which is they're a disaster. So, yeah. Well, especially I mean, that division when you got the you got the Seahawks leading the division. You have the Cardinals trying to make a push in that division. Yeah. All right. Here we go. We have, it's taking me a long time to scroll down. I'm running out of things to say, John. I'm 39 and a half points. Wow, that's a pretty accurate guess right there. Yeah, 39 and a half Over, points. under for that. So obviously you like the under. Yeah, I would have to like the under in that you game. You have to like the under because we, we picked both quarterbacks. Yeah. All right, anyways, that's all the fantasy stuff we got for right now. We're going to go into gambling in the next segment. John, are you ready to help me stop my losing streak? Let's my do God. it. God. Let's do it. All right, gambling coming up next. Up next on NFL Moving the Line, it's a man who said Black Friday isn't a day of shopping, it's a fetish, and he loved to give her the doorbuster. John Morgan moves the line next. You already know Kowloon Restaurant, established in 1950 and spanning four generations, serves a multi-Asian menu. Did you also know that Kowloon Restaurant is New England's premier Asian dining and entertainment complex, serving Cantonese, Szechuan, Thai, and Polynesian cuisine? And did you know that Kowloon Restaurant is also the home of the finest Japanese sushi? 
If you haven't dined at Kowloon Restaurant lately, then you simply haven't dined at Kowloon. Kowloon Restaurant, Route 1 North in Saugus. Football fans, welcome back to Week 11 of NFL Moving the Line. Here are your hosts, Lou Saban and John Morgan. It's gambling time, dickheads. Johnny, ready to gamble? Yeah, I think Dan's a retard. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think I think Dan has some sort of disability. So if you were, if you were, every everything, <laughs> you know, that's what I'm going to chalk it up to. I get, I get a, he's, There's got to be some reason, you know. So John, you're a bookie. The professor made a great point. You know, did he fall on his head? Um, there's got to be something. You know, he does have a you know a crutch. So, but I think he needs something for the head too. So you, John, 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 you like to play the bookie on this show. Uh, is Dan a retard? Yes. What's the line on that? Uh, listen, <laughs> o- o- over under, it's over. <laughs> yeah. So, but John, is that's I'm like gonna a take the over on you're going to put minus nine hundred on that or something? Over on that one. By the way, heard that um, Hillary Trump s got all the way up to minus seven fifty. There was a point where it's minus seven fifty. Hillary is going to win that. Wow. <laughs> you believe that shit? So anyways, uh, yeah, so minus 900 that Dan's a retard. Would you, let, let me be clear. Would you bet that? And let me be clear when I say this. I'm not going to. He's, he's a retard. And <laughs> he's, he's not. He's so you're not, taking that bet off the board? He's not, he's not mentally handicapped, you know? So for all those people, I don't want to insult anybody with a mental handicap or anything like that. He's just a straight retard. Okay. So. Well, the answer is that. Uh, tough but fair. Tough but fair, folks. All right. So we're going to start with a couple questions. Uh, my friend Nate wants to fill a role on the podcast here. He's got a question. Uh, he lives in JP. Why are the Jaguars so good? <laughs> Why are the Jaguars so good? So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> so I don't know. So Nate, Nate is, uh, here's one thing I like about Does he Nate. have a smiley face? <laughs> I know. No? Here's, here's, uh, here's one thing I like about Nate is he doesn't know a fucking thing about football. Oh, this or is sports Nate. In general. Nate. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> But he doesn't try to pretend like he does. We have this conversation uh, all the time, shit. right, John? Yeah. Like, there's nothing worse than the guy who knows shit about sports but yeah. tries to pretend. Well, we've worked with many of those people. Yeah, but they try to pretend like they do. And it's just embarrassing for that person because you can just fuck with them endos- endlessly. Me and Lou like to play a game where he'll come in and we used to work with this person and be like, hey, you know, don't you think about this? Isn't this right? And they're like, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> and then, then I would come in and say the exact opposite to him. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> And then I remember one time there was a gentleman who pr- proclaimed to be a very big fan of the Denver Broncos. And then John oh, just God. John was mad. He just he's like name two Broncos. He yeah. couldn't do uh, it. Uh, the quarterback. The quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a position. <laughs> who plays it? And this was when Peyton Manning was the quarterback. He yeah. couldn't even name Peyton Manning yeah, on his yeah. supposed favorite football team. He is a piece of work. That so one. So Nate, I think Nate is trying to position himself as guys who knows guy who knows nothing about sports with useless questions. Yeah, and we love it. That's I like so it. thanks, Nate. So he must be talking about Blake Bortles being a great fantasy quarterback. That, there that you must go, Blake about. Bortles. That that's your reason, Nate. Jaguars are great, and uh, we love having you aboard. So now I got a question from Jarrett, and uh, this is a great question. I love this. Uh, he's in Vegas right now. And he's never bet on sports before, John, uh, or really even been to Vegas for that matter. What's a good bet to pop this guy's cherry? Uh, he's going to go and put 50 bucks on the Pats to win the Super Bowl. What else do you think he should play? Uh, bets that you like right now. And uh, also, part two, 
just a quick betting 101 for the uninitiated for sports gambling. Do you have a book that you recommend? Do you have favorite types of bets that you like to play for the uninitiated? Parlays, team bets, futures, over-under, spread, player words, prop bets. What do you think? For a guy who wants to get into this horrible, filthy world of sports gambling, what do you think? I love prop bets when you go to Vegas. You can just throw money down. You go home. You don't forget about it. And So I like always like prop bets. Those are fun. Um, so just throw like 50 bucks on something random? Or? Yeah, well, no, something that you know about. You know, okay. so, so you have some knowledge about so it's not you know just completely pissing your money away and just throwing throwing money away you know try and do something that you at least have some knowledge about you know you don't want to just pick anything random okay um, but but like i i think that that's a great point and if i were to answer this question i would say that the best bet for an uninitiated sports gambler is not to s- bet s- yeah <laughs> that that's definitely true but super bowl prop bets are the most fun and they come out with a hundred million bajillion of them right before the Super Bowl. I imagine they're probably not on the board right now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But for an uninitiated sports gambler, there is nothing, especially if your team's not in the Super Bowl, there's nothing more fun than picking a completely obscure. We do it there's every year. There's so many different prop bets. You totally play. obscure prop bet for Super Bowl and dig in on that. But you're, yeah, you're not going to get those until, right. until the game starts. So right now, what do you think? I, you know, I've always loved doing over-unders. I've always okay. loved picking over-unders. Um, you can just... The, the good thing about it is, if you, especially if you pick the over, you can just sit down in front of the sports book and root for scoring, root for, root for that, you know? So it's, it's something easy to bet on where you don't have any pull in either team. So you can always, you know, win depending on the game might not be over. Yep. You know? Another bet that I like for, for new people, over under like team totals, like win yeah. totals. Like you think, you think a team is pretty good. So Jarrett watches a lot of football. He's educated on football. You got a team where you like them. Will they make the playoffs? Will they make over nine wins, under nine wins, something like that? I think that's a good uh, Yeah, good that's a fun too. Yep. Yeah, so you can go and, you know, five weeks from now or six weeks from now, hey, my bet came in or, oh, I lost on that. So, And then hopefully you win, and then you can either lie to your girlfriend or wife and say, you know, <laughs> I have to go back to Vegas and collect my money, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Uh, so anyways, that's what we got for Jarrett. Uh, are you ready? To move the line, John. Let's do it. You gotta, you gotta come back, Lou. You gotta come back. Yeah, yeah. So I was hot. I was hot as a pistol there for a while, and I'm cold right now. I've lost three in a row. But the game we play here is John's a longtime gambler, loves his gambling, especially on sports. And uh, one of his techniques is sometimes uh, before he sees the actual lines, he tries to think of what they would be on his own by himself first. That kind of helps you see where you are in the lines before you even see the lines, right? Yeah, yep. That's how you do it. Lou, Lou described it exactly for the 11th straight week. And so hopefully, you know, we have it down by now. For the one new listener we have this week, John, I'm, yep. trying, to, I'm trying to fill them in, all right? So I picked the Bungles last week, and uh, boy, they, did, they didn't come through. So I'm 0 for my last three. And uh, I'm ready to get back on my winning streak here, though. So what do you got for me? So we got the Steelers. They're playing the Browns, your favorite team okay, uh, yep, yep. in Cleveland. Now they're your favorite team, yep. John. You talk about them a lot. I do. Um, ten okay. points. Steelers. The Steelers, ten points. Ten point favorites. Apra, that seems... Ten points on the road. I got to say, that uh, line seems about right. I, if I had to think of what the line was, I might think it would be nine, though, if I had to guess what that line is. Uh, Steelers... They seem to play very shitty against good teams, but if there's one thing we know about the Steelers is they murder the Browns every year, yeah. every week. So, uh, kind of on the fence about that one. What else you got? We got the Vikings and Cardinals in Minnesota. We're going to call this game a pick. Okay, okay. I still am holding out that the Cardinals are a decent team. 
They got a lot of talent. Although Carson Palmer doesn't look like a good quarterback. No, right now he doesn't. He does not look like he can move the ball at all. And uh, there are a lot of people out there who are saying that last year was the aberration for Carson Palmer, and he's just not really that good. Yeah, I don't uh, disagree with that. Minnesota, all. as we discussed, in a complete free fall. So it's tough for me to put it uh, put a bet on that. I kind of like the Cardinals there. I like the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, last one, the Bears and the Giants. It's in New York. We're going to do over under at 46 points. So John talks about this a lot. There's just that team where it doesn't matter where you bet on them, you'll lose. And yeah. you always have that team. For me this year, it's the Giants. Yep. And Eli Manning is killing me from beyond the grave yeah. right now. I, every time I bet for or against the Giants, I lose. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. It's horrible. So I'm going to put on my radiation stu- suit and step away slowly from that Giants game because okay. I just can't win. It's probably a smart play. Yeah. So uh, for this game, I get to bet my own money. I get to take one of John's lines, bet my own money against it. I'm currently up five bucks, so I'm hanging on by a thread. I really like the Cardinals this week, so I'm going ten bucks on the Cardinals on the road in Minnesota, and uh, I'm going to take my curse how I've murdered the Minnesota Vikings and use it for good. Okay, so the real line in that game, the Vikings are actually favored by two points in that game. Okay, well, all right, I so like the Cardinals two points, but I mean, going by the streak that you've had, when you've gained points, you've won; when you've given lost points, you've lost. That's yeah. how it, I, this game might might change everything though. All right, the uh, the other real lines you're right in the nose, but uh, Steelers nine points in that game. Yeah, and forty three and a half the over and under for the Bears and the Giants. Okay, all right. Well, I'm gonna go back. I'm getting off the Schneid, and it's gonna be great. But uh, Johnny, what picks you got? We got the Colts. They're playing the Titans. I'm gonna take the Colts minus three in that game. They're coming off a bye, which did not help me at all against the Bengals. Yeah. Um, they it didn't help the, the Patriots either, the bye. No, the bye did not strange. come through, which is another reason you told the bye to fuck off. Yeah, another, another fucking thing the bye did. Yep. John, are the Titans good? Uh, no, I don't think good. Really? I, like, I really like Marcus Mariota. I liked him coming out of college. I really, really like him a lot. I hope he can be a good quarterback. He's the exact opposite of how I feel about Jameis Winston. Um, I can't stand Jameis Winston. I think Mariota's the better quarterback, and I really hope that he can be good. But I don't think they're that good, no. Do you? I think I mean, that I they've think got a little good. bit of spark they're in okay, them. okay, like around a 500 football team. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I think they got a little bit of spark in them. John, do you know what's the most shocking record? Do you know that the Texans are 6-3? and three? Yeah. I had no idea that they were that good. They're, aren't they leading their division? Yeah, 6-3. Yeah. and three. Would you be shocked if the Titans passed the Texans and took that division? Uh, honestly, I think it'll be the Colts. So the Colts are in third place right yeah. now at four and five. Yeah, I think I think in this win, this win is obviously a big game for these teams. Yeah, um, but I like the Colts in it. I, I think the Colts are—I don't want to say the best team. I think I think all three of these teams have some issues. They have some good things, some bad things going for them. I think it's a bad division. Um, I don't know. I got to go with the Colts. I like the Colts coming off of a bye week. Texans are in first place, but they have scored the second least points. They're Sorry, playing, the third they least the points. Raiders this week. Yeah, that's that's a bad match in Mexico City. In Mexico City, which I didn't even know about until like three days ago. Okay, what, what's your next um, pick? I'm going to go with the Rams. I'm going to take the Rams this week. Okay, uh, the three point dogs at home playing the Dolphins. Okay, I'm going to take them. Um, more or less, I'm hoping their defense comes through in that game because I think it'll be pretty low. So, the, so you're hoping for like six to six overtime tie. Yeah. Which would you be shocked if that happened? Uh, I think it'll be a really low. I think I think the game's going to be like seventeen to ten. Okay. That's my guess. Johnny, I forgot to ask, how'd you do last week? Uh, seven and five. No, oh, that's not bad. So over the last two weeks, you've been about 500, right? Last two weeks, yes. Yeah. Okay. It is the yearly total is like 56%. All right. 
We'll pick it up, though. We'll pick it up this uh, week. I'm going to take the Raiders minus six playing the Texans. Okay, Oakland. Raiders at home in Oakland, minus yep. six playing the Texans. I'm going to take the over on the Bears game, the Bears and the Giants game, over 43 and a half. Okay. Um, and two teases. We're going to do, I'm going to take the Lions. They're playing the Jaguars, uh, six and a half points. So you kind of like the Lions. Yeah, I do like the Lions this week. I don't yeah. like the Lions as a football team, no. Okay. I, I like them this week. And I'm going to take, take them with the Cowboys. The Cowboys are playing the um, Ravens. So both what, games. What's the Vegas line there? Seven. Cowboys play in Baltimore. Maybe in Baltimore. Yeah. Um, no, is it in Baltimore? I think it's in Dallas. It's only seven? Yeah, I think it's, it's in, in Dallas. It's in Dallas? It's only seven points? I think it's in Dallas, yes. I would figure that line would be a lot higher. I'm pretty sure it's in Dallas. Um, I, the, the Ravens defense played really good well yeah, the past two weeks. Yeah, they did good. And they got some key guys back on their offensive line, too. Yep. I mean, they, so I think the, yeah, it's in Dallas. Okay. So well. the seven points kind of scares me, but I think they're, they're good enough to, to win the game. Oh, okay. And one last one. Uh, we're going to do a three-team tease. Yeah. I'm going to take the Patriots, playing the 49ers, so they'll be favored by two and a half points. Patriots playing the 49ers. Yep. Okay. I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Yep. Um, they are seven and a half points. And I forgot to write down who they're playing. Shit. <laughs> so it doesn't matter because the Chiefs no, are going to win. But, um, no, they're, they're favored by seven and a half points there. You got the Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. That's what it is. It's in Kansas City, though. Um, uh, the, 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 the Bucks are team just the kind of team that I'm going to take the Packers with it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. getting, they're getting 13 points. They will be getting 13 points. So we're them. dying on this Packers hill. Yes. Is what, <laughs> that's what we're saying. So we got to talk about one thing real quick since we bring up the Cowboys. Des Br- uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. He's the starting quarterback right now. So right. Romo's ready to go. Right. And Romo, did you see what Romo said? Oh, what is he? Basically, his concession speech. Yeah, he, he's like crying and shit, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he, he handled that great. Like, yeah. he, he could have easily not thrown his support behind him and just went out there and been tension. And even if there's not tension in the clubhouse, you know the media will make more of an issue out of it than it really is. So he basically said, fuck you to the media. I'm not going to let you do this. I thought he handled it perfectly. So it's getting dangerously close for me having to say that I was wrong on De- Dak Prescott because he looked really good in that game. He looked really good. There's only one game that I thought he played bad, and that was yeah. against the Eagles, and they still won that game. They still won that but game. I think he easily, easily could have went the other way. I'm still, I still think he's going to regress at some point in the regular season. Well, I mean, how do, you, how do you not really regress? He's playing really well. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't expect him Number to Number two total QBR yeah, quarterback I don't in the league. expect that to, to stay. Yeah. I don't see how that can stay. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's going to turn into a complete disaster so do you think Romo is eventually going to be the starting quarterback before the season's out god I have all year uh I have all year it's looking bleak right now the though. combination of Prescott and Elliott right now you can't fuck with it you can't, can't change it. it it's tough even though I thought that they absolutely would but once again I still see a regression coming and I see Tony Romo as quarterback of the Cowboys at some point this season all right so there you go. That's it. I'm going to die on that hill. We're dying on the Packers Hill. That's our podcast for today. Uh, we're going to win some money. I'm going to win some money. Go, go, go Cardinals, right? Go Cardinals. Go Cardinals. Uh, no. 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 <laughs> uh, also, fuck you, Cam Newton. Uh, this is Lou Saban. That's John Morgan. Say goodbye, John. Goodbye. We'll be back. That was, that was riveting. Yes. Uh, we'll be back next week for more fantasy, fuck more you, gambling. Cam and fuck the bye. Okay. <laughs> fuck you, bye. And fuck you, John Morgan. We're going to talk Patriots fantasy gambling next week. Come join us. Football fans, prepare for a special Thanksgiving edition of NFL Moving the Line next week. Follow us on Twitter at NFL Moving Line. Search for us on iTunes and YouTube for your hosts, Lou Saban, John Morgan. We'll see you next time. Be well.